His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. We've been sharing from Christine Kane's devotional. It's a daily devotional. And today she's talking about the grace of forgiveness. I love this. She's pointing out that God is without sin and how Jesus actually was the spotless lamb of God who loved God the Father perfectly. And he was willingly securing our, our forgiveness and sin because of what he did on the cross. So I love what she writes here. She says, when we invite him into our hearts to be the Lord of our lives, he moves, he forgives, he redeems, he restores, regardless of what you have done or what has been done to you. So let what he has done for you become bigger than what anyone has done to you. That's the grace of receiving forgiveness and extending it to others. And and then she shares the verse from John 1, verse 29. John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. (laughs) It's amazing. You know, we'd love for you to win this devotional, and you can do that on our Facebook page. Yeah, but this is the last chance. You just need to go to the His Radio Facebook page, give us a like if you haven't already, and then leave a comment below this video of Christine Kane's devotional, Unshakable. Tell us what God is helping you to overcome right now. If you leave a comment, you'll have a chance at winning, and uh, we'll pick those winners later this morning. And let me tell you, if you start reading through those comments, you're going to be encouraged. Mm. I mean, there's so many people going through so much stuff that I think that you could probably even identify with, even if you don't try out for the for winning the devotional, those, those people that are commenting are going to encourage you today. So that's on our Facebook page, and then we'll do a drawing coming up just after 8 this morning on Facebook. His Morning Crew. I don't think Allison has to deal with this because her car is in a garage. Mm, yes, it's a nice perk. On these cold mornings, and if there's ice on the windshield and snow caked up all over the place, when you live in the South, you don't have the necessary tools to get that stuff off. Mm, no scraper? No scraper at all. And I have to tell you, my son Spencer took the only scraper we have and locked it in his car. Oh, Spence! So I can't get it in the morning. So I noticed online that there's some posts by beautiful people who live in the South and don't have a scraper either. They came up with some ingenious ways to get the snow and the ice off their windshields in their cars. For instance, you'll notice that there's one person who's using a Frisbee. The gold old standard Frisbee. How about a hanger? Or if you just made your bacon and eggs, bring the spatula out to the car. That'll get the ice off the windshield. Uh, How about a level? Yeah, just go to the old toolbox. Use a level. Then you'll know how level your car is in your windshield. (laughs) How about the tamale spreader? That's pretty good. Little tamale spreader. I don't own one of those. My favorite is the dude who posted himself with a machete taking the ice off the car. I'm talking the machete. You know how you're out in the bush and you're cutting stuff away in vines? He's doing that on his windshield. Mm. Mm. I think it worked. By the way, just in case you're wondering, credit cards don't work. Uh-oh. Yeah, they busted. You know that? They bust in half on you. <laughs> Did you bust yours in half? Yeah, I'm not going to say. Okay. When I was in high school, and I grew up in Iowa, so we had to deal with this a lot. And some reason, I didn't have a scraper. What? I used my car key. And let me just say that was a bad idea because I scratched my entire windshield. Really? Which I'm pretty sure this guy with the machete must have done. <laughs> you would think, right? Yeah. Hmm. Your car key. 
Rob, Allison, and Jim. Well, it's been four months since Hurricane Maria ripped through Puerto Rico. And some parts have been living without power, without electricity that entire time. And power is finally coming back on in some parts. But they've been holding school despite having no power. And one school has been operating in the dark for 112 days. But then, just the other day, the power came back on, and this was the eruption of joy. That's awesome. I mean, we're talking dancing in the hallways, jumping up and down, cheering, hugging, crying. The kids came running out of their classrooms. And you know what? They'll never take electricity for granted again, don't yeah. you think? <laughs> so that was September. How many months did you say? Four, almost four, four months. Four months without electricity. And then going to school on top of that. No wonder why they're jumping around for joy. I know. Oh, wow. my word. That also means they have power back, at least some of them, at their houses. Mm. If there's like this grid. Yeah. That happened for them. at the, Oh, that is just so cool. Isn't that exciting? That is exciting. <laughs> I just want to turn the power off just for a moment and then turn it back on and experience it. Oh, yeah. I don't think it'll be quite the same mm, jubilee. I, yeah, I think you're right on that. More than just pretty voices. It is Natalie Grant. She is live on Skype right now. Natalie, it's great to be in your home this morning. Thank you so much. It's quiet in my home at the moment. It's just me. Really? <laughs> and my coffee. Where the, okay, what flavor? What flavor this uh, morning? It's just plain old coffee with cream. Good for you. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Natalie. <laughs> yeah, I don't do flavored coffee. Oh, you don't? You don't do the frou-frou stuff at all? The fraps Never. or anything? No. Hey, no, hey, hey. No. You're a true Seattle girl is what you are. Oh, yeah. Just make it strong is uh -huh. all I ask. <laughs> My word, your girls are getting so big, Natalie. Can you believe that the twins are about to turn 11 next month, which is so... I can't even wrap my head around it. 11. <laughs> I remember 11 years ago when you and I just happened to be on the same yep. airplane. <laughs> yeah. And we just happened to sit across the aisle from each other. It's like, Natalie? You're like, Rob? And then you go, and you said, shh, don't tell anybody. But I'm pregnant. That was amazing. You were one of the very first people I told. That was so cool. You even shared a text the other day that your husband, Bernie, sent you about Sadie getting ready for church. Yes, it was so sweet. So I don't know what it is about the hair dryer and my girls. They hate it. They hate, they're like, do we have to get our hair dried all the way? <laughs> but on Sunday, she, I was leading worship at church, and so... Um, I was already at sound check and Bernie was showering and getting Sadie ready. And um, so he was drying her hair and she said, daddy, you have to dry my hair all the way because I'm going to church. And that's basically like a date with God. Hey, <laughs> I love that. That is so awesome. <laughs> Which is so, so sweet. sweet. I've, I've never even thought about it that way. I was like, Kids will always be teaching us something, right? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And Natalie, I know you were blown away by the movie The Greatest Showman, just like me. Yes. And just like the rest of us, you love yeah. the soundtrack. But unlike the rest of us, you <laughs> and your amazingly talented husband get home from the theater. You sit down yes. at the piano. You still have your coat on. And you recreate a song from the movie. Here's a clip. Shine the flowers and 
Okay, goosebumps. Goosebumps and Whoa. jealousy. Jealousy. You're provoking me to jealousy, Natalie. <laughs> no, no jealousy. It's so funny. So that movie like super moved us. I think it's, I'm not going to tell what happens at the end, but I think it's just the focus of family in the movie. I'll say that. So it just really, really, really moved us. But we were like singing it in the car on the way home and our piano, you literally like walk in the door and just walk a few feet and you run into our piano. So my husband literally walked in the front door, like ran to the bench and sat down and started playing it. And I'm like, oh my word, we're going to sing this song right now. I, it's <laughs> funny because I thought that'll be a fun clip to post, but I had no idea people were going to respond like they did. They're like, would you please record the entire soundtrack? Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. I second that. <laughs> I was like, well, I think about that, but maybe we'll work on the whole song. <laughs> Talk about family. And you got a beautiful family, not only mm. just immediately, uh, but also around this globe of people that you have touched mm. and the way that people just hugged on you and loved you during, uh, what was it? Wasn't it October that you went through the October. surgery? It was October. Yeah. Yeah. It was. So, you know, it was actually September 21st. I'll never forget that particular day that I um, posted on Facebook that I um, was diagnosed with. Well, at the time, they told me that I most certainly had thyroid cancer, but they didn't have a way to know for sure until they did the surgery, which the surgery was on October 10th. And it did turn out to be um, cancer. But, you know, what's amazing to me was the response. It was this immediate global prayer like it was like the entire I felt I felt the prayers of the entire world and what's been really beautiful about it you know obviously I don't take for granted that the opportunity I had actually to be able to ask people to pray for me was just an incredible privilege and blessing and the fact that people did it um but what I watched happen I think that was so beautiful is I watched you know, in a time of such division in our country, not just around the world, but just even in the churches, I watched all these people come together around one, you know, request, but then other people were sharing their requests and they were saying, oh my goodness, thank you for being courageous to share yours. I'm facing blah, blah, blah. And then these complete strangers from around the country would be like, I know we've never met, but I'm going to commit to pray for you for the next six months. And you can reach out back to me on Facebook and tell me how you're doing. And you just watched like this connection of people that didn't know each other, but were all united under their faith in Jesus. And I'm like, this is what the church is supposed to be like. Mm. <laughs> so it was like a big family and it was really, really beautiful. <laughs> and I got to imagine going through all of that is really going to change uh, how you approach these dare to be events and what you're able yeah. to talk about there and share. You know what? I think because what we have learned over the last several years of doing Dare to Be is that one thing all of us have in common, we have needs. We, we The struggle for so many people is so real, but I have just experienced that just because you have faith in God does not mean that your situation is going to turn out perfectly, but the Bible so often states that God is near to the brokenhearted, and it's not that he's not near to the people who are on the mountaintop. He just never talks about it. <laughs> he never like takes the time to say, I'm near to you when your life is going awesome. I'm near 
to you and your life feels like it's perfect. But he constantly says, I'm near to those who are crushed, who are downtrodden, who are broken in spirit. And I think that the opportunity to lift um, women up and to pray for them and to encourage them that they are not alone and that God is near, um, it's, it's something that I think I have a greater passion for now than ever before. And Dare to Be is coming to Durham next Thursday, as a matter of fact. So you'll see that online at hisradio.com. And uh, Natalie and Charlotte are going to be at Catch the Fire Church. That's going to be so much fun. We're so excited. It's actually our very first one of this year. So we're starting out with you guys, and we cannot wait. We just, we're very expectant. I mean, that's the only thing I can say. We're super, super expectant. Um, It's a brand new program for any that came last year and think that maybe it's a repeat. It's not. It's all new content, and um, we're just really thrilled and very excited. Looking forward to it. Natalie, you are amazing. Thank you for the time Uh, this morning. I love you guys so much. Always good to see you. (laughs) Get back to to your non frou frou coffee. Yes, <laughs> yes, just strong. That's strong. Natalie Grant, if you'd like to know more about the Dare to Be event that we're just talking about, you go to our website, hisradio.com. His morning crew in church. And everyone just thought he was being a doting dad looking down at his baby and smiling, but he was actually watching the game. And the person behind him, in the pew behind him, caught the whole thing and actually recorded it. No. Yes. In church. In church. During the sermon. And he's watching a game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now this, if you're wondering, oh, I wonder if this happened at my church. No, this was in Europe. He was watching uh, soccer. Unless you go to church in Europe. <laughs> That's what... It's sneaky, right? It's It's more than sneaky. It's wrong. (laughs) Totally. I know. Dude, come on. I feel like there's probably a few people out there that are going, this guy's genius. Well, he is, (laughs) but it's church. It's church. I feel bad for the pastor. And using his baby. The worship leader. (laughs) All these people that prepared so much. Oh, He's supposed to be worshiping. He needs to be listening to that message. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how many other dads are going to do this now. No. <laughs> yeah, no, please. Mornings with his morning crew. My sister's in town from Seattle, and we had the most awesome girls' day yesterday, just hanging out. Uh, we were reminiscing about things from our childhood, and a donut shop that we loved came up, of all things. You see, when I was little, every Saturday morning, while I watched cartoons, my parents would go to breakfast, and then they would bring me back this donut. Oh called an angel cream and it was heavenly and it's from this donut shop called Mr. Donut and uh, I thought Mr. Donut was a local thing but my sister googled it and found out that they were all over the place Mm -hmm. have you heard of a Mr. Donut yeah we had them in Tampa Bay Florida no way yeah my grandmother would bring that stuff home every time I was with her so you love Mr. Donut too oh yeah so what I didn't know and you probably didn't know this either is that Mr. Donut actually originated in Japan and they're headquartered in Osaka, Japan. (laughs) Mr. Donut. Mr. Donut. Sounded like they said something about the donut too that was wrong. That is one of their Japanese ads, obviously. Well, they were like, at one time, 1,400 Mr. Donut locations in the U.S. But here's the sad part, Rob. 
all of them but one have shut down. Really? There's only one Mr. Donut left. It's got to be in Tampa. Nope. What? No. Where? It's in a little town in Illinois. Illinois? Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. That's crazy. Illinois. It, what I wouldn't give. I can like still remember everything about biting into an angel cream. It was like this powdered donut. Uh-huh. My mouth is watering right now. <laughs> With this like cr- light cream filling. <gasps> so good. My grandmother would get this great jelly donut from there for me. Really? Oh, I loved jelly donuts. Anything mm. that was filled up in there. No wonder I was a pudgy kid. <laughs> Did it have powdered stuff. sugar on the outside? No, because I like the glazed one better. Oh, okay. Sometimes you'd have, uh, what was it, Boston cream. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. E- eclair. And there's some twisted thing. I can't remember. It was the all twist. Twi- yeah, that's yes, it. Just the twist. The twist. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so awesome. Mr. <laughs> Donut. I know. Will you please come back? Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Just a moment ago, Allie was... Just talking about uh, Mr. Donut. Mr. Donut. Back in the day when there was a Mr. Donut that existed. They were all over the place. I had no idea. I thought Sioux City, Iowa was the only one. Sorry. (laughs) Tampa Bay, Florida. My grandmother got that stuff all the time. They were so good. You're not going to believe this. Hmm. I just got a message. Yeah. Somebody knows the manager of the Mr. Donut in Illinois. The last remaining Mr. Donut the in only mis- whole America? Only one that exists. <laughs> Illinois. Uh, the, the lady's name is Amy. Oh, that's a good name. Mm, that's my wife's name, too, so I can never forget it. I say we call because they gave us the phone number. Let's do it. What do you think we should do when we call? I'm thinking, I wonder if, the, if you can, like, order anything. Order donuts on the phone. Yeah, in Illinois. Why not? And have them sent here. Why not? I, mean, <laughs> I, I know it's, it's crazy, shot. but hold on. Let's, let's just call them up here. Got the number. Oh, I shouldn't let all that go in. Hold on. Okay. This will be Amy at Mr. Donut in Illinois. Good morning, Mr. Donut. Is Amy in? This is her. Amy, it is Robin Allison over in the Carolinas in Georgia at his radio. Your store has brought back so much memories for us as we we're growing up as kids because we had Mr. Donut where we lived. I was in Tampa Bay, Florida, and Allison was in Iowa. Okay. Do you hear that a lot, just about the retro feeling of walking into your Mr. Donut location? Um, yeah, a little bit. What makes your little town in Illinois such a special place for Mr. Donut to stay? I mean, I don't know. We just, it's still in business. Do you guys still do angel creams? Yes. Oh, you know what my favorite was? Was the ice French. I so remember my grandmother bringing those home when I was just a kid. Yeah, we sell quite a bit of those. Now, this might be strange, but can we order some donuts and get them shipped to us? Yeah. <gasps> no way. Okay. Oh, this sweet. is Amy, you have made our dreams come true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't sound like you're buying it. Like you don't well, get what you have there. It's so amazing. They like disappeared on us and you are our last hope. So we want we're gonna order some of your donuts. Okay. Okay. I definitely want some angel creams. Okay, how many do you want? Um let's do let's do half a dozen of those. I have to share one with my husband because he's never experienced it. Okay, so we have to have, which you said angel cream? Yeah. So, so I need some ice French in there. So at least two of those. Do okay, they, you want to be chocolate or white? Oh, there's an option. Uh, White. 
I'm thinking the twist. Wasn't yeah, there a thing the called twist the twist? Is one that I had every Saturday morning. Oh. Do you still do the twist? Yeah, we have twist. We have a glazed twist and a cinnamon twist. We got to get a glazed. Glazed. Got to get a glazed two twist. Two of those. Two glazed twists. Mm-hmm. My grandmother would bring home the jelly donuts. It was like Mr. Donut had the best jelly donuts when I was a kid. <laughs> so get a couple of those in there. How many are we that, at? That's a dozen right there. Oh, we got the whole dozen. Yep. What, what's your most popular? You said just regular glazed? Yeah. Do you think we should get a couple of those? Okay, we'll get a couple of those. <laughs> I feel nervous, like I should be ordering more. Well, you know, you, well, I will say this. Since I was a kid, I never had the coffee at Mr. Donut. Do you have, like, bag coffee? Um, we do sell it by the pound, yeah. Okay, uh, can we get one of those? We're going to get one of those. A pound of coffee? Yes. Do you want it already ground or do you want it in the beans? Um... You got a grinder for Christmas. That's right. We'll get we'll get beans. <laughs> It'd be better if I waited and then got this together Monday and sent it out Monday so that it would yeah. be at the beginning. Because since it's the end of the week, then it's going to be over the weekend being mailed, and it'll probably be longer for you guys to get it. Yeah. Smart. That makes sense. Well, you, know, you are I, awesome. We feel thank you. We feel special now. I know. <laughs> Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Allison was reminiscing with her sister about Mr. Donuts. Oh. So good. Sioux City, Iowa, right? Yeah. And so there was Mr. Donuts there, and she was like, yeah, they were only there. And I, no, no. We had them in St. Pete, Florida. Apparently, they were all over at one time. There's yeah, 1,400 of them. And then they disappeared. There's only one left. Yeah, crazy? We ordered donuts from there, by We the did. <laughs> They'll be here next week. We'll let you know how they still are. Gloria texted. She says, I want Mr. Donuts. I am going to look their number up. But what were the names of the ones Allison and Rob liked? I'm hungry for them. Well, my favorite was the Angel Cream, which is a powdered donut with this cream inside and also liked the twists. Yeah, the twists are really, really good. Okay, so here is Robin. Robin, you had something to say about, I think the donuts are something, right? What, what was your question? I went down from Sioux City as well. I'm in uh, uh, Columbia, South Carolina now. No way! Well, hey, since you were talking about donut shops, did you ever go to the uh, the grocery store that used to be called Sunshine? And it, it was renamed to, uh, oh, now I forget, but it was called Sunshine. It was in Indian Hills. You know, I even brought some into the show, so the guys have had Sunshine Donuts. That's right, mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, have you heard of Duck Donuts around here? They're on the coast. Uh, yes, I've heard of them. I haven't been to one yet, though. I was just at one of the Outer Banks. Okay. Just back in October. They're really good. It's the closest thing to the Sunshine Donut that I've found around here. Oh, I've got to go then. So good. Well, hey, uh, I'm running late to work this morning, and that's the only reason I even heard you guys on the radio. So well, that's I guess cool. it worked out pretty well. May you be late to work more often so you can listen. <laughs> I, I think so. Well, you guys have a blessed day, okay? His morning crew. This house was abandoned. It's two-story. It's wooden. And here's the thing. Steam from leaky pipes froze. Moisture was all over in the air, and it went on everything inside the house. I'm talking all over the walls, all over the furniture that was left behind, all over the inside of the windows and windowsill. Every surface is coated with icicles, glistening crystal-like icicles. And so when you go inside this home, it's as if you're going into a wintry wonderland where Jack Frost lives. It's amazing. It is magical looking, isn't it? I'm showing her some pictures right now. We'll put this on His Radio TV so you can see it on Apple, Roku, and His Radio uh, TV app and HisRadio.com. But it's amazing. This old 
wooden house that nobody lives in anymore. Because the pipes burst and the steam was coming out, once winter hits, it just froze everything inside. I suddenly feel like I need to put my coat on. I know, right? <laughs> Is, can you see the breath coming out of my mouth? I know. Did it just get colder in here? Yeah. I'm hold my cup of hot coffee here. you got a big honking cup of hot coffee, too. Mm. I wish I had one. <laughs> Sorry. Do you want me to make you one? No. I'll never do that to you. <laughs> I'll make my own coffee. Thank you very much. Okay, okay, that's it. Mornings with his morning crew. Try it, buy it. What should you do? Why not ask his morning crew? It's a crew review. It's a crew review. It's a crew review. Just got this letter. Dear His Morning Crew, I'm a busy single mom, always on the go, and never have time to eat. Most days I starve. Oh, you poor thing. I love Texas barbecue. I'm a savory and sweet kind of gal. Do you think you could find something that I can buy and take with me? Signed, Texas Tammy. Texas Tammy. Well, the Lord has blessed us with some food this morning. And by Lord, I mean Dean Lord. Dean Lord. <laughs> That's his name. Dean he's, Lord. He's the owner of a new restaurant called the Kalachi Factory. This is pretty cool. Kalachis. Have you ever heard of them? No. They're a very hot trend in Texas and out west, just making their way to the Carolinas and Georgia. Okay. But kalachis are actually these homemade, handcrafted pastries that are stuffed with, um, they can be sweet or savory. So you can get some with really? fruit in them or meats and cheeses. And it's got a neat history to it. Uh, they actually were um, brought over by the Czech Republic by people who settled in Texas in like okay. the 1850s. And so that's why they're so popular in Texas. They say kolaches are just as Texas as barbecue is. Really? Mm -hmm. But I've never had one of you. No. All right. Sweet and savory. So here's a whole plate full. That looks like a biscuit. Kind of. Yeah. No, take the whole thing. It's like the, a, whole oh, the whole thing. Yeah. I'm not going to eat all that. It looks like dinner rolls. Yeah, they do look like dinner rolls, but they're stuffed with things inside. So those ones I gave you are breakfast. Is this breakfast? Yeah. So wow. they have like sausage, egg, and cheese in them. No, get out. Mm -hmm. Potato, egg, and cheese. And then I think I gave you a ranchero one. What's that? Ranchero. I don't know. You've got to try it. Oh, I now have to try it. <laughs> All right, here we they go. They look good, though. Look, a big dinner roll. Mmm. Whoa. It's got egg and... That's amazing. I think you got the egg and... Does that have potato in it? Yep. Potato, okay. egg, and cheese. She's being very polite and covering her mouth. Texas Tammy, you should like these. From the Czech word cola, which means wheel, because they're round. They're wound? Round. <laughs> I have food in my mouth, okay? <laughs> that's, that, that's when you talk to Sammy. Mm -hmm. they're, they're wound. wound. <laughs> they're wound, Sammy. These are these kolache, right? Yeah. Okay, very good. Nice, nice dinner roll stuffed with cool stuff. His morning crew. Oh, you know, we've been doing this devotion from Christine Kane all week. It's called Unshakable, and we promised that we would give the Unshakable devotion away to a couple of people. Yeah, we got two copies. Yeah, so from our Facebook page, we heard from Philip, and he he replied to where we were doing the contest. And Philip basically said he's a struggling dad. He wants to be so much better and overcome his sinful flesh. 
He just wants to be uh, the dad that he's called to be to his sons and the husband to his wife. Hmm, that's wonderful. Yeah, we asked people to comment, what is God helping you to overcome right now? And Pam wrote, God is helping me to live in my singleness and not be so desperate to not be single, to feel his presence more and walk closer with him so that I don't feel some type of void in my life and to know that he is here to fill the void and I just have to let him and love him as he loves me. Mm. So congratulations, Pam and Philip. Yeah, you're getting a copy of the Unshakable Devotion. His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim.